we have there are times where you, we've seen alligators or you see it on the news where like or golf courses where it's like a 13 foot alligator is like sitting next to the next to the I remember one of the first dates Babalu and I went on we were standing on a bridge Most of the time they're afraid of you. the thing that always scares me though is back when I was in hospice and they care, have to put up signs for people to not feed the alligators they, they, they drag Gladys into the water and, and kill her Live from Hollywood, USA, the entertainment capital of the world, this is the Rumor Mill for the week of June 29th, 2020. Your only source for drama, gossip, tea, and speculation from the world of RuPaul's Drag Race. Hey, that's okay. Put some butter on it. The Rumor Mill starts now. Like I said, today is June 29th. It's a Monday, 2020. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of the Rumor Mill. And usually I'm joined by the goddess of glitz, glamour, and gore, Lori Roggenkamp, but she is on a trip, a vacation. And so we are left with, but very pleasant. And people are going to be very, you know, Taylor, I shouldn't say this, but Lori's feelings might get hurt. But I've gotten emails that people said they miss you. Aw, well, I miss them, too. You don't even know Not who enough it is. Not enough but I miss them. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I've gotten people saying, like, can you just bring Taylor back? And they, no, no, no. They send me the email. No, here's the deal. Is I get, for those of you who send me these emails, they go, just bring Taylor back. And I'm like, guys, I would have Taylor every season. He is the one that Babalu won't let him do more than one season. They think, that, the it, they think that I got rid of you. No, no, not at all. No, I, I, and you didn't get rid of me. I, it's this season, this season, as I said, season 12 was a fun season to do. Mm-hmm. I need a break. I need a break. And I'm, I'm glad that I get to come in and do this. This is fun. Mm-hmm. Doing this tonight is fun. Yeah. Because it doesn't feel like an obligation of, of where every single week I'm coming in and doing this. Yeah. You know, so imagine how I feel. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you choose to do this. <laughs> that is that is true. Uh, anyway. But glad to be here. So, so if she's the goddess of gore, glitz, and glam, who am I? The prince of pork pie and uh, pierogies. Okay. <laughs> it took me a second. I'm like, what is the song? I know this song. What is it? <laughs> I record this show with stupid Laurie Rock and Camp. <laughs> Hasn't even watched anything before season nine. Doesn't know who used to host before Michelle Visage. And then she burps and cleans out her ears in front of me on video. Taylor, come back. <laughs> and he got a there was something in everything. 
come back. Anyway. Uh, okay. So, so Taylor, Thanks. everyone's wondering. They were quite, you know, I, w- I should say, just to plug, you actually still do record. Uh, you are on a show called Fat Camp over on patreon.com slash afterthought media, where you yes. and I, and sometimes Lori Rocking Camp, as I've told people before, it's like Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. And sometimes Batgirl shows up. She's Fat Girl. Yeah. Sometimes Fat Girl. <laughs> So then Fat Girl shows up on her, I would say the motorcycle zips by, but it, you know, it sputters by. <laughs> and then, <laughs> it's a three-wheeled, it's a tricycle, it's a motorized tricycle. <laughs> like, Fat Man, and it goes, <laughs> no, she's on one of those, uh, what are they at Disneyland and Disney World? The, like the Lark. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> she's on one with a big flag. And can you imagine her with like a helmet and the goggles on? <laughs> Going like... <laughs> I remember one time this is years ago she and I were late because we were coming from Orange County and there was really bad traffic yeah and we were and we were like 45 minutes late to this meeting we had to be to it was like a like a writing meeting a writing session and we're trying to get there in time and we're on Sunset Boulevard I remember and we're almost there we are like three blocks away and we're gonna be there I mean we're still be 45 minutes late but we're almost there and we're on a busy street, Taylor, a busy street. And Lori uh-huh. skids to a, she's driving, skids to a stop in the middle of Sunset Boulevard. And I go, what the, what happened? She goes, oh my God, there's a Robex right here. I want a Robex. Do What's you know, Robex? It's some sort of juice place. I've never even been to it. Like a juice it up or a Jamba juice. <laughs> like a Jamba juice. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, Lori, what? We're 48 minutes. You don't need a juice. She goes, I need a juice. And she like drove in and got <laughs> juice. And she wants to know why she's vomiting in the middle of shows. Uh, she has she she has has a way of seeing the world that's not the way the rest of us see it. And that's what we love about Lori. Yeah. That's what makes Lori unique. But anyway, you know, you've been gone. You know, this is actually a convenient way. We've we're at the exact halfway point. Of All Stars 5. We're at the halfway point. We've done four oh episodes God, so far. Really? Yeah. We've done four episodes so far, and we have four episodes to go. So I'm sure uh, the world of drag is dying to hear your thoughts on everything that's happened uh, on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race so far. Meh. Oh, really? Interesting. Fill us in on this. It's, it's not necessarily for, for there being... The number of queens that I enjoyed in their season for there being the, uh, such a high number of them, it feels very safe. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody seems really... And the editing is very weird. You and I talked yeah. touched briefly on this. Like, it feels like they don't know who they want to be the villain. Yeah. If they even want there to be a villain. Mm-hmm. And... They, they, it feels like you know Alexis Mateo is somebody that I loved on her season, and I loved on All Stars. And this season, it's like they're trying to like kind of make her like the the Machiavellian you know puppeteer that's 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 trying to manipulate people, but she's not really doing a good job at it. But they keep praising her for how great she's doing in the in the uh, in the what do you call it's um, in the maxi challenges. But she's like kind of I'm sort of like she's just okay. She's not really, you know, great. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just sort of not impressed. And I love Shay. Mm-hmm. 
But Shay's the way they're presenting Shay as far as like, well, I, th- this is this is just a uh, this is just a technicality. I'm getting I'm getting the crown at the end. Mm-hmm. There's just something about it that seems very like, ew, no, mm-hmm. you you, you want to fight for it, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's, she, I think she just sort of assumes that she should have gotten it in season nine, mm-hmm. and the, the rose petal incident of Sasha Valor was mm-hmm. very triggering for mm-hmm. Arche. She mm-hmm. doesn't, you know. Now it now it's now she just thinks that this is this should be her vindication. Yeah. We're falling in love with Juju B all over again. Juju B is the narrator for the season. Yeah. And she's the one that is the most fun to watch. I love Shay, but Shay is not necessarily fun to watch. She gives great looks mm-hmm. you know, on the runway, but I have found most of her performances sort of lackluster. Now, from a mental health perspective, have there been any uh, moments or dramas or episodes of the show that have made you really think as a therapist? Um, I think some of the stuff with Miss Cracker mm-hmm. has definitely where she, I feel like the, um, when she kind of went for Angina, mm-hmm. which that was all talk about like wasting your opportunity for mm-hmm. all stars. That yeah. Angina was just, like, she gave up before she even got there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the whole thing of where she kind of came for and then it seemed like she genuinely felt bad that she didn't and she said i should have just kept my mouth shut and then for uh alexis to kind of come for her was just sort of like i i felt bad for cracker in mm-hmm. that moment mm-hmm. but it's sort of whatever mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know if that's psychological the the joy of uh, the joy of all stars 5 is that i don't have to think about the psychology of it too much i can just kind of watch it yeah I'm kind of looking forward to you know, and maybe I should talk about this now. We're going to be, in fact, this is the last episode of the rumor mill that will be on the public feed for about a month because replacing rumor mill starting next week is Drag Race Canada recap. Ooh, yes. okay. And here's the other thing. Oh, this is making me so excited. I'm not covering it. We have the boys from the podcast You're Welcome America. Uh, they're both from the UK. Yes. And uh, they will be covering it for us. So you'll on Saturday, on, on, I mean, on one day of the week, you'll get me covering All Stars 5. And then the mm-hmm. other episode of the week, you're going to get um, Ben and Fraser uh, from You're Welcome America covering Drag Race Canada. And I think they may have a very special... Canadian, uh, well, a, a drag race contestant that they're friends with who's from Canada, who might be the, oh. a special guest on the first episode. Well, I will tell you this about the boys from You're Welcome America. Last night, because apparently I didn't listen to enough podcasts this week mm-hmm. after everything was all said and done on the Pride 48 weekend, mm-hmm. I decided I was going to, I am like six weeks behind in all my podcasts. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be hearing all of the rumors about what happens in the first half of All Stars 5 in the next coming weeks. Yeah. So I have to be surprised as to who goes home, what in the week. Yeah. But I did, six weeks ago, they released a special episode about the movie Burlesque. Mm-hmm. That was... Very enjoyable. I listened to it last night while I was folding laundry and very, very funny. I forgot how horrible that movie is. Awesome. And they, it's it's a horrible, horrible, horrible movie. But it's they definitely they, they went in. They were vicious, but they were funny, vicious mm-hmm. while they still clearly love 
aspects of the movie, but they love it because it's so bad. So yeah. it was very enjoyable. So if you're not already listening to your welcome America to get a sample of what they're like, definitely listen to it's called the burlesque special i think oh i'll check it out because i love the movie burlesque i had so many questions i'm sure they address it like first of all i just want to bring here's one question you know let me ask you this quick taylor do they address this shares so if you don't know it's share runs a burlesque place right which for some reason is the middle of the day packed with people right and Uh constantly packed with people but yet they're losing money okay they put on these the most elaborate shows. They're like Broadway level shows mm-hmm. on this burlesque, and you're like, "Yeah, bitch, that's why you're losing money. You're putting on like fucking a million dollar show in the on, in the on a Tuesday afternoon." Do they address that? Yes and no. They talk about the fact that this sh- it's called the Burlesque Club, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be burlesque performers. But up until when Christina Aguilera gets there, her character gets there, they're not really doing burlesque. It's very, it was written by the guy who apparently created the Pussycat Dolls. Oh, really? He's the one that. who wrote and directed this movie. Okay. And so it's very much of just that where we're going to just kind of be all like coy and slap each other's asses and stuff like that. So, so, and it's not until she, she apparently does like feather work mm-hmm. or something at some point that it really kind of turns into a burlesque thing. But they talk about they kind of talk about that that a lot of the performances aren't necessarily burlesque, yeah. and that if it was if this was on like a Broadway show or a stage or something, it would make no sense that you have you know Alan Cumming doing like some weird like clown thing, and then you've got Christina Aguilera that's kind of doing the weird things. Then you got Cher kind of the whole thing is just very very weird. But it's a great episode of You're Welcome America. All right, well, very good. And check it out. And, be, and you know, on that note, why don't we take a break right here, Taylor? When we come back, we're going to – I'm telling you, Taylor. Well, I'm actually yeah, glad you're I, here. You told me it's, it, there's a lot – we have a lot to we cover tonight. We have a lot to cover. I don't know anything of what you're talking about. So There we go. Taylor, there's a lot to cover today. In fact, usually I, I'll, I'll rewrite a version, almost do like a, a lead of a, a new story to present it. There is mm-hmm. so much to cover today in so little time. I'm just going to have to give you the, the sort of like off the top of my head uh, rundown. There's a lot. Okay. The, but the, definitely the top story has to do with Sharon Needles. Uh, season four winner Sharon Needles, uh, a person I actually cannot tell uh, by what uh, pronoun this person uh, identifies with. I actually okay. don't even know if this person was um, assigned female at birth or male at birth. I do know okay. at the time that the incident she uh, this they are talking about. Uh, this person's name is Annecy Cornship. Uh, they were 15 years old. Okay. Okay. And it's never point, a good way to start a story, but okay. No, yeah, that's, they, they were 15 years old, and they identified as female at that time. Okay. okay. They identified as female then. I don't know how this person identifies now, and I don't know uh, uh, what sex they were assigned at birth. Okay. 
The basic story, and I think do think this is relevant. So this person, Annecy Cornship, came out on social media and seems very nervous uh, about what this person is going to reveal, and is very afraid of Sharon Needles. And uh, Sharon's boy names. She goes. Uh, Annecy goes back and forth between Sharon and Aaron, which is his boy name. Okay. Uh, about coming out about this, but it's very long and very detailed. But the beginning of their relationship, and, th- and this has been confirmed that other drag queens have come out and said, "Holy shit! Like, I knew you. I used to always see you on Sharon, but I didn't know all this was going on." And even Aquaria, season ten winner Aquaria has made a statement about this as well. We'll get to that as well. But okay. Annecy alleges that when the way that they met was when Annecy was 15, I think made some sort of social media post saying that Annecy was going to commit suicide or wanted to commit suicide. And somehow oh. someone saw this and sent it to Sharon Needles. And Sharon Needles sent Annecy a, uh, a private message via social media. Where it gets really crazy is, and I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing at how awful and ridiculous it is. It the the video or the message from uh, Sharon Needles is telling Annecy how to kill herself or di- cut deeper or this is what you should do. It's awful, but Annecy was so. Uh, Taken that the celebrity that Annecy looked up to reached out to, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say her because I know, and she has said that she identified as female at the time. Okay, um, that reached out to her at 15. That she then started engaging in a relationship, not not a sexual relationship that I can tell, but in engaging in a communication with Sharon, who was in her early 30s at the time. Okay, how long ago was this? The, I think Annecy is about 21 or 22 now. So we're talking about seven okay. years ago. Okay. Oh. And the first day, so they started communicating, and it sounds like there was a very abusive. <laughs> this is going to be a funny comparison, actually, but the way I talked to Lori, Sharon talked to Annecy, right? But this is okay. a 15 year old girl and was very, like, insulting to her and was, like, uh, saying awful things to her, but, like, yet developed some sort of friendship. Okay? Yeah. And the first time they met, uh, Annecy won tickets to one of those uh, drag cruises. And so they meet, and Sharon takes Annecy to her room and lights up a joint, right? And then... How how old are they at this point? 15. How long ago was this? She might have even been 13. I might have even gained the... It's like seven years ago. So we're definitely like 15, but we won tickets to a drag cruise? Yeah, it, 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 it look. That's believe it or not, that's the least concerning part of this whole thing. Right? Okay, okay. So Sharon, uh, by the way, Humble Pie says she's currently using he, him, or they, them, and she's assigned female at birth. Oh, and she, oh, that is true. I will say this: um, their mom is really, really sucky. You hear stories about like the mom being sucky too, so that would make sense how uh, An- uh, Annecy was able to go on this cruise. The mom's sucky. Okay. 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 So Sharon pulls her into her cabin, Sharon's cabin. Yeah. To a 15-year-old girl. And okay. Lights up a joint. Okay. Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
inhales a joint and then pulls her in, opens her opens Annecy's mouth and blows the smoke into Annecy's mouth. Right? And uh mm-hmm. and Annecy's just like, what is going on or something like that? And, and, and I'm giving you really scant detail. I mean, this is like a pages and pages and pages thing. Annecy goes back into the regular cruise area and sees Michelle Visage sitting down with some drag queens and asks if Annecy asks if they can sit down and they say yes. And the first thing that Annecy says is, Sharon Needles just gave me drugs. <laughs> okay? And Michelle Visage <laughs> flips the fuck out and it caused it. it caused, okay. That's not funny, but I mean, just yeah. the idea of just like, that's the first thing you say when you, okay. Yeah. And okay. I guess Sharon got in big trouble with WoW and there was drama and Sharon was really mad at Annecy. And then you get this, it's outlined. Wait. Oh, Sharon is mad at Annecy, not yeah. Michelle is yeah. mad. Yeah, but then Sharon is. Do- I mean, this cr- a lot happened on this cruise. Where then, which is funny because I would think World of Wonder would make sure they were kept separated, right? Yeah, I said it the way. Was that in that like keep them separated? Make sure they were kept separated. But um, G- uh, Annecy then starts to outline uh, a number of events that happened where where like. Um, Sharon um, says uh, that Sharon wants to commit suicide and she um, climbs over the ledge. She's just with Annecy and is like just barely hanging on and Annecy has to scream for help. She, Annecy basically outlines outlines all these horrible events that happened for years. A lot of mind games and, um, uh, and talks a lot about how they realize now what a horrible inappropriate relationship they had with Sharon and uh, they're not talking now but there were times where they were and then uh, Sharon would, would turn and turn off the relationship and manipulate her and manipulate Annecy and, um, and and now even now says I've had therapy about this and even now I'm still more worried about Sharon than I am about myself but I feel like yeah. I can talk about this and so I thought this was really good for you, and I know you haven't read the whole thing and whatnot and everything that's outlined. It's very disgusting, very disturbing. Uh, Aquaria released a statement because people came to Aquaria because they're roughly the same age. Aquaria's a little bit older, but had a very mm-hmm. mentor-type relationship uh, with Sharon, you know, where people yeah. said, you know, the drag mother, blah, 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 blah. And uh, I'm actually going to read, I might skip around a bit, some of what Aquaria wrote. The beginning of it is very about how everyone thinks she's stupid and why she's writing this, okay? Uh, But when it gets to the meat and potatoes, the first thing Aquarius says is, For the record, I did not feel it necessary to ever mention this, but I have not spoken to or associated myself with Aaron for quite... Aaron is Sharon Needles. For quite some time now for reasons unrelated to these specific disturbing stories. There is also no reason to read into that because it's no drama or tea. I've always tried to stray away from the phrases like drag mother and similar in regards to her because despite her influence on my enthusiasm for drag, playful phrases like these were taken understandably out of context and used to discredit my work and individual efforts. Uh, I'm trying to see where she gets to where she actually addresses uh, this stuff. Um, 
This morning I've seen that I've been tagged in so many posts baiting me to essentially spill some hot juicy tea and gossip about someone else's traumatic experiences, which I think is disgusting and disrespectful to the victim. I didn't want to have to publicly denounce my association with Aaron from earlier this year because that obviously would have only caused unnecessary drama that people did not have to read into. Particularly because of the actions outlined in the Twitter thread, I hope people will at least understand that I fully support the victim through their bravery. From knowing Aaron for many years, I know that he is someone who has done and said plenty wrong, but also has seemed to try to express contrition at times and make up for his actions, which unfortunately now appears a blatantly performative. Respectfully, I ask if everyone would please stop fabricating or... Who cares? She keeps bringing it back to herself. Um... I've lived through. Thank you. It's mostly about herself, <laughs> but I think at one point she does. I can turn something around to talk about herself. What? In fairness huh? to Aquaria, in fairness to Aquaria, I know at one point, but I, just, I was scanning it. She does say she has more to say on this topic. She's going to say it for another time, but she does know about it. She sympathizes with the victim. That Aquaria never experienced these things in her own personal experience with Sharon Needles, but right. knows that Sharon can be very destructive and completely believes the victim and sides with the victim. Essentially is what she said. Now yeah. that I said all that, what are your thoughts here, Taylor? It's horrible. It's, it's, you have an example, you have another example of someone who is clearly vulnerable mm-hmm. and for whatever, whatever reason, you know, Sharon decided that she needed a plaything. And it sounds like this girl, this this person, I'm sorry, that she but you said she identified a female at the time, is that they they were the plaything for for Sharon. Um, if all of these accusations are true, and we mm-hmm. always want to believe people when they come forward until proven otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um I, I guess the the uh, I have somebody, it's funny that we're talking about this. I have somebody in my life right now that is dealing with an abusive situation, abusive relationship. And they were asked to, their their, uh, abuser is in jail Mm -hmm. and their abuser is asking them to come to the court date to speak on their behalf Mm -hmm. for beating the crap out of them. And I went, Ape shit on this person when I hurt, you know, and I'm just like, do you understand? Because, because this person was saying things like, you know, well, I feel really bad, and you know, he's sitting in a jail, and I kept doing that. He did it to himself. Mm-hmm. He did it to himself. Mm-hmm. You know, but but I get that where, you know, when when you are a victim of abuse, whether it's physical, verbal, emotional, it fucks with your head, and you mm-hmm. feel like this person who is telling you kind of telling you about yourself things that you maybe secretly think about yourself that if they're right then i have to keep listening to them even though what they're saying isn't right but it's where they've manipulated me into just believing the bullshit that they're feeding me all the time and getting me involved plus there is the you know sharon was a really popular queen mm-hmm. even after her season she was really she's really partially responsible for turning the drag race ship around mm-hmm. so there comes with that a lot of cachet and a lot of glamour and stuff so it's easy for somebody especially that is as young as 15 to be seduced by that mm-hmm. and to want to be a part of that world and I'm sure there may have been, I'm sure, but there may have been manipulations of if you don't do what I say, then you don't get to hang out with all of these cool celebrities. Implied or otherwise. It may not have been directly said, but yeah. 
No, but I mean impl- implied, especially if it's where we're going to turn the relationship on and off. It's everything about it is just gross. There's, there's, we. I, I'm glad to hear that they are getting support. I'm glad that they are feeling brave enough to stand up for themselves and to say, mm-hmm. this happened to me. Um, because I'm sure as you and I have seen that there are a lot of these Queens have a very devout, rabid fan base. And I would definitely categorize Sharon as having something like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, th- you know, they're putting themselves up, you know, with a target on their back, as far as these fans coming for them and calling them a liar and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And that's not, fun for people that have no idea all they know is they love sharon and and anybody that would say anything bad about sharon can't be it's got to be a liar Mm -hmm. i I also want to state for the record that uh i don't know how to say this i'm not encouraging people because i want to make this into like any kind of like abuse porn if you're interested in learning more you can go to reddit.com slash rpr drama where they have one of the posts has all of she wrote like you know the Apple phone notes thing? I think there's like six to ten pages of notes. I mean, an outline of everything yeah. that happened. And there's I'm even remembering things now. I'm not going to get into them. Uh, events that happen uh, that you're just you're it's it's you're horrified at every page. I'm just yeah. you know giving you a brief overview. I mean, there are things now that I'm like, oh, I forgot about that, and I forgot about that. And yeah, just where Sharon just essentially just mentally tortured this person. And what's funny is. Um, the drag queens who knew who uh, drag queens have come out and said that that because essentially there were witnesses. Um, but what the drag queens all say is that they never thought that they had seen these actions, but they just thought, how do I explain it? That that was part of their relationship. That was the jokey part of their relationship. If that makes any sense. Like they didn't see, well, they didn't see the horrible things like blowing the drugs in her face and something like that. But like, but they would like, you know, uh, Sharon just like de- demeaning her and saying horrible things to her. They thought that was just sort of the 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 hilarious banter that they had between them. If that makes sense. Well, and and that goes that that sounds like that speaks to at what point does Aaron, Sharon become Aaron? Because mm-hmm. if it's one of those where every time Sharon is doing this. It's while they're all maybe at like a some sort of like meet and greet or something, and then she's acting that way. That could be part of Sharon's persona, though. I don't know that Sharon was ever necessarily bitchy, the the persona of Sharon Needles. But if it's where Sharon is doing it outside of events, sort of thing, then shame on the drag queens for not kind of going. Something about this doesn't feel right. No, by the way, it's one thing for everybody to kind of kiki and like read each other and stuff, but you're talking about adults. If you're doing this to a child, yeah, and up to a couple of years ago, this person was a minor. Mm -hmm. You know, you would hope that some, especially some of these girls that have talked about abuse in their own life, when they've talked about it in their mirror moments, would kind of recognize, hey, that's not okay, Mm -hmm. and maybe say something to Sharon about it. Yeah. Unless uh, they are tricked themselves by it. I'm sorry, I didn't mean no, to. No, 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 no. You're fine, you're fine, you're fine. Uh, you know, Alaska came out this week, and this is a, a later story, and apologized for her own behavior in the past. You know, Alaska is mentioned in this uh, very briefly. Uh, there is a, an Alaska moment, and I'm wondering if Alaska has... Uh, people might know, and I haven't kept up on this today in social media, but if Alaska has addressed what happened with Annecy corn ship because again uh alaska's mentioned uh there's a moment in it where annecy talked about how sharon exposed herself especially on that cruise 
to the girl. You know? Okay. And then Alaska did the same thing. There is a, a slight difference in that Alaska stopped and went, said, how old are you? And she said 15. And, and she said, you know what? Like, apologize. I shouldn't have done that. I didn't know you were 15. You know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, but we still did it. Yeah. We still did it at that point. I mean, ultimately, whether or not, unless, unless they are saying, can I see your dick? Yeah. You know, it, it, it's still ultimately you're exposing yourself to somebody who didn't ask for it. Yeah. Uh lot. I mean, it's a lot to digest. I mean, even with that weeding, you hit a lot of the, the pay, you you knew what was going on there. All right, let's move on to the next story. I'm not going to even use this person's name because uh, this person asked for their name not to be used anymore, and yet continues to post. But I thought it, I I've been ignoring this story for a long time, and I think it's now time to address the winner of season two, Taylor. You know who that is. Uh, yes. has quit doing drag, has renounced uh, the drag name that he uh, had. He wants to be referred to with male pronouns now and by his God-given name. Mm-hmm. But he still doesn't want people using his God-given name. So I'm not. I'll just call him the winner of season two. So the winner of season two has been stirring up a lot of uh, drama on social media. A lot of it related to... Uh, uh, just just settling old beefs, okay? Some of it Black Lives Matter related, some of it settling old beefs. One of them was with um, Kennedy. Well, first of all, there was, we started with Raven, where okay. uh, uh, the winner of season two was very mad, felt Raven does essentially not blackface, but darkface, and wanted Raven to address that and threatened to dox Raven if uh, she didn't address it, and also to address... Um, Sort of, and, and we all know this. This is drama is very old, but doesn't seem not less any less important. But about uh, 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 Raven's former old grinder profile, where she said she didn't like her, she didn't like any rice or chocolate. Uh, okay. So uh, meaning she didn't like Asian guys or black guys. I I got that. <laughs> I I was able. To I don't know if you figure you. that out, Taylor. Yeah. No. And then. You doxed when raven didn't uh address what uh this person said then doxed raven and put out her phone her phone number she had actually wisely because she said you have 24 hours and raven had changed her number then uh the winner of season two moved on to uh kennedy davenport was mad that okay. kennedy you know about this kennedy davenport on a I podcast kind of i kind of know about this because i follow kennedy on uh twitter okay. so when i saw she commented about and I, I eventually was able to put two and two together i think but go yeah. ahead and but go yeah ahead the basically see. kennedy on a podcast had uh told tales out of school and talked about how the winner of season two had during season two had a sexual relationship with sahara davenport who was no longer with us mm-hmm. and felt it wasn't kennedy's story to tell um even though uh, the winner of season two did confirm this was true just said it wasn't kennedy's story to tell and threatened Kennedy and then doxed Kennedy as well. And uh, Kennedy apologized, you know. And then today decided to dox RuPaul Charles because RuPaul has not addressed Black Lives Matter. But in a weird twist, it was all ruse, Taylor. The winner of okay. did not really dox RuPaul Charles, but instead the number went to like some government office. I don't remember what, where you could leave a message and give your support for Black Lives Matter or a law supporting black people. So it was actually just 
getting a way for people to call and, and leave a message for Black Lives Matter or, uh, that cause. So okay. my question to you, Taylor, is I guess my question is what's weird is, you know, about a month ago, maybe longer, the winner of season two came out and said, I do no longer want to be associated with my drag name. I don't want people to talk about me anymore. Don't discuss me anymore. I don't want to be discussed. I'm done. I'm going back to private life. And then got rid of the uh, social media accounts and came up with this new boy account under his boy name. And But then won't stop talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. That's so, what cuckoo crazy people do. <laughs> I'm sorry. Were you looking for some like medical, you know, terminology or, yeah. or uh, pathology that no, no, this person is crazy. Yeah. yeah. This person is nuts. And, you know, I mean, they, they, they said that they were going to blow up DragCon a couple of years ago. True. True. People, people that have normal coping skills don't threaten to blow up a drag queen convention. Mm-hmm. There, 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 there's some challenges there. That whole thing is just one of those where, yeah, I, 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 it's any time that I hear anything about this person, I'm always sort of like, oh god, are you still here? Yeah, like, really, like, move on. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we get it. You're, 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 you're not happy with the way that your life has turned out. Sorry about it. Yeah, I, I don't know what else we're supposed to be able to do for you. But I think that anytime you do something like that where you're posting, so doxing is like posting personal like phone numbers. And yeah, stuff yeah, like that, yeah. Right? exposing that person's yeah. personal information. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 gross. That that's that's a violation of privacy. That's you know, regardless of if Kenny told Kennedy told a story out of school, that's that's just that's um, that's bringing a gun to a knife fight. Yeah. All right. There's so much to <laughs> We're not even close to done. I'm actually choosing stories now and getting rid of stuff. I'm not going to do Alaska apologizing. I'm not going to do Willem's use of the word dyke. Let's talk about Miss Fame and Jeffree Star. Do you know about this? No. Miss Fame has made it her personal campaign to call out drag queens who has basically had enough. Do you know who Jeffree Star is? Yes. He's that weird hobgoblin that sells makeup. Yes. But as a very, very problematic past of racism of a lot of problematic behavior but yet it's still very yeah. beloved by especially the sensitive white twinks okay and Miss Fame for whatever reason decided enough is enough and has basically made it her campaign not only call it Jeffree Star but the people who work with him and then said like I worked with him and i don't want his stuff. I don't want my stuff. I don't want to have an association with him. Association with him anymore. Get rid of him. I, I don't want it to do with it. Right. Um, and and has made it a person. She, she made a whole statement uh, on uh, her social media where she says now on the first statement she doesn't actually name him by name. Right. She says on a serious note to those big timer influencers with longstanding problematic pasts. Repeat offenders who thrive off of controversy and drama to promote themselves through branding. Wrong on them for being destructive and toxic. Following up with timely YouTube apologies to attempt to redeem or humble themselves clean amidst a movement. Meanwhile, going directly into monetizing for their own gain. It's up to us to call out monsters. 
to stop supporting their tyrannical contributions toward our communities, take away their false power by refocusing energy on people of worth that are changing the planet for the better. Be the change the world needs. It starts with you and I. It goes on. But uh, and then actually very recently, and let me find it, made us. She made a couple of social media posts saying people need to stop working with her. Drag queen who work with her stop. And then um, let me find it right here. Literally made a post calling them out by name, uh, saying uh, in a tweet to my RuPaul's Drag Race sisters who filmed with Jeffrey Star. I did four years ago. They're requesting me. They requested me for Painted by Fame. I've deleted all Jeffrey Star content. Their repeated toxic and racist behavior with timely, ingenuine apologies to monetize product sales. They must be held accountable. I'm sorry. Someone else said tag them and tag Trixie Mattel, the Gigi Good, Aquaria Official, Laganja Stranja, Adore Delano, and Alyssa Edwards. Taylor, your thoughts on all of this? That's a lot to, that's a lot to digest. Um, I think that we are living in a world right now in which I think all of us can kind of go through our back portfolio Mm -hmm. and look at things that we've done, things that we've said that maybe good intentioned or otherwise could be Mm -hmm. seen as a problem um, and really kind of look at what we can do to change things. And mm-hmm. I know very little about the whole makeup world. I know that there's the mm-hmm. the one little one that everybody thinks was cute. The one that was the first Maybelline or CoverGirl male model. The one that the one that like lost a million followers last year. Oh, James Charles. James Charles, thank you. J- thank you. Humble Pie said it too at the same time you did. Horrible so human Charles. being, James Charles. Who had a, I had a right. run in with her or him at the drag con. I don't like him. Thank you. Okay. So I think that you're. We're seeing. I, I agree with Miss Fame in saying that, you know, the, the when you've got somebody that, you know, I know that Jeffree Star has had all sorts of problems and Jeffree Star, there's like video of him using the N-word, I think, and mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff. So at this point, when you know that you are getting into proverbial bed with somebody like that, you have to decide, or that you've gotten into bed with somebody like that, you have to decide if you want to sell them, pull, my, pull the video or pull any connection I have with that person. Um, I agree with fame. I think that it's something where we all you know, can can think about things that we've said or done and if there's a way to rectify that to show put it putting our putting our talents and putting our faith behind people like like she said of worth. Mm-hmm. And, and Jeffree Star does not strike me as somebody who is worthy of the adorations and stuff that they have. But the problem is you talked about that, you know, that, you know, sensitive twink army that just wants to follow you know just wants to be part of that world much mm-hmm. like we talked about kind of the um and anise and anise 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 oh, anise mm-hmm. you know you, you get it's easy to become seduced by that world to think that that you are a part of that you're not a part of that world you're 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 just kind of there for the ride and so i think a lot of people will continue following jeffrey because they they want to feel like they are part of Jeffrey Star's world, right. but I I think I I was thinking who are the ones that have been with, and I know I remember Trixie recently did videos with Jeffrey Star. So uh, Gigi Good, like like in the past couple of weeks, yeah. Trixie's been under fire for a lot of shit recently, but now let's move on. 
All right, Gia Gunn, speaking of Cuckoo Crazy Bird. I, th- I think. Which is, and we're going to play her right now. She's one of those COVID conspiracy theorists. I have seen this video, but yeah, yes, I know what you're talking about. Let's take a listen to the co- uh, she re- released this recently on her Instagram live. Here's Gia Gunn. I think the whole mask thing is fucking ridiculous. Um, I honestly think this whole COVID-19 thing is a hoax. I think everybody that is, um, you know, taking precautions is cute and it's definitely the thing to do. But I also think a lot of people are brainwashed. I think the more and more that we look around and see each other with masks on, the more influenced we're going to be to also have to put our masks on, which then to me insinuates that things are not okay. Um, I'm here to tell you guys that I think things are more okay than what the government is allowing us to think. Taylor? Well, she says like nine different things that are all incongruent with each other. Mm-hmm. I think it's great that you're putting on a mask, but I don't think that we need masks. I think that it's everything about, you know how I feel about Gia Gunn. And I think that if Gia Gunn doesn't want to wear a mask, then Gia Gunn shouldn't have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. I think that we will. It's one of these where I feel like we have seen this in the past of where somebody, they find somebody's Twitter that says, you know, it's all a hoax, you know, don't be a sheep, that kind of stuff. And then they show three weeks later of them posting a video from a hospital bed going, man, this COVID is really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Gia needs the attention. Mm-hmm. So Gia is saying this. And when Gia gets COVID, mm-hmm. Or if Gia gets COVID, she will post a video from an ICU bed, you know, look, looking great, I'm sure, but making it where it's it, 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 the whole thing is, I really I'm trying to not say then let her wear a mask and it thins the herd. But that's kind of how I feel about it. If she doesn't want her mask, then don't wear a mask. And, and you know what? Sorry about it. I I, I don't. I. I, I I, ju- I just feel like we have to take this seriously. Mm-hmm. And with somebody who has that much influence as she does for her to say something like that mm-hmm. is foolish and it is foolhardy and it is ignorant. Mm-hmm. And it is one of those things where you are potentially putting other people's lives. You know, if you have somebody like this person mm-hmm. who Sharon had, mm-hmm who, you know, kind of look, you know, wonky Uh and then decided, well, Gia Gunn is saying, I want to be like Gia Gunn and Gia Gunn says this is a hoax, so I'm not going to wear a mask and then doesn't wear a mask and then gets sick. Uh That's on, that's on Gia's hands, you know, especially, especially kids, you know, that, that the whole thing is just, it's, it makes me mad. But if Gia doesn't want to wear a mask, then oh well. Then you know what? We might have one less. We might have one less girl for another All Star season. Sorry. Breaking news, Taylor. The chat room tells me Gia Gunn heard you and has apologized. Here we go. Here's her apology. We're going to check it out right now. This is the first time I'm hearing it. So here we go. Wait. Oh, you know what? Ah. Let me actually go to the link here. We're pulling it up, everybody. Here we go. All right. Miguel. Okay, my beautiful community. You got Miguel. And it's time for Miss Gia to take her own advice and to do better. 
with the 6,000 cases on the rise alone here in California, it's apparent that no theories, no questions, no excuses. It's time for us to put our masks back on. And to those of you that never took your masks off, I thank you and I commend you so much for setting the example that I wish that I would have. But I'm here now to encourage you all, when you do put your masks back on, to please try to help promote the trans community, help out a designer that's donating to great causes, or just get creative and be fabulous. Life is too short and we need to protect each other. And I thank you all so much for correcting me, educating me, and informing me. I love you all so much. Be safe. Your thoughts on that, Taylor? She heard you. What? 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 What does I understand the need to to support the trans community, mm-hmm. but and but what is it getting getting something from a designer? Mm-hmm. This is not this is not a time to look cute. This is not and you don't make that the focus part of the focus of your thing. Maybe end with that. You know, get yourself something a little cute mm-hmm. for your mask. But don't uh, whatever. I, I appreciate the fact that she apologized. I appreciate the fact. But I also feel like she got apolog- she apologized because she got told about herself. Yeah. That's what that was about. That that wasn't about. I am sure that if you saw Gia Gunn walking into Trader Joe's later on today, she's not going to have a mask on until somebody tells her about herself. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree. I, I just, whatever. I, I, I never liked Gia Gunn. I never, ever liked Gia Gunn. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do uh, – guys, I could go on. There are so many stories we didn't touch on. I'm sorry if we didn't touch on Europe. There were, I mean, there were even stories that didn't make it to the page. There were stories, you know, about uh, the, the, who's the one from uh, Asha, the girl on this season, the first one out this season. Um, Dahlia, Sin, Dahlia Sin, the whole thing with her, a whole – like so much drama, you know. Uh, going on, and uh, we just don't make any. We don't make choices, people. Go, you know, if you want to read all about the drama, go to reddit.com/rpdrdrama. It's all there for you to read. So much stuff uh, we couldn't even cover it all. Uh, now, Taylor, yes, you know this show comes out two days early. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, on Patreon, there's so much good stuff coming out on Patreon all the time. There's well. Per, for in the month of July, the rumor mail will only be on Patreon. You can only get it on Patreon. Uh, it'll come back once All Stars Five is done to the public feed. But for now, it's gonna for the month of July. It's gonna be uh, in uh, in only Patreon only. Are people gonna be able to hear all of the stuff that happened in the second half of All Star Five after All Star Five is done, so they can have the tale of the Latte Boy rumor mill experience? No, they'll hear this. This will be on the public feed. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just one that when Drag Race Canada comes, it'll go away. But, uh, oh my God, all sorts of shows and everything like that. I, I, we, we went so long, I don't have time to get into it. Patreon.com, Afterthought Media. By the way, little known aspect, when you sign up, did you know this, Taylor? You get a video from me. A personal video where I welcome you to Afterthought Media. I don't think I ever got that. Well, you never joined. I... I'm a Patreon member. All right, guys. If you don't like spoilers, the end of the show for you. Get the fuck out. I mean it. The spoilers start now. Now it's time for rumors. 
tea. And speculation from RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm going to tell you, Taylor does not like rumors. <clears throat> so I'm recording these separately. I'm also talking very slowly so that those of you who hate rumors and still didn't make it in time have time to shut off your phone, shut off your Bluetooth speaker, because here they come, the rumors for this week. We're actually doing two sets of rumors. We're doing All-Stars 5, Episode 5, but we're also doing Drag Race Canada, Season 1, Episode 1. Uh, I can tell you that the expected maxi challenge, but we know it is because they announced it, is Snatch Game of Love. The expected winner, Shay Coulee. She'll be going up against the expected lip sync assassin, Vanessa Vangie Mateo. <clears throat> I, they, I couldn't find who the expected bottom queens are, but I do know who the bottom is because it's the one that's eliminated. And that is going home this week. India Farah. India Farah is the one going home this week. I don't know what the lip sync song is, and I don't know who the other people in the bottom are. I do know who does whom. We know that uh, Ms. Cracker performs as Lady Gaga and doesn't do so well. We know that India Farah performs as Jeffree Star. Her alternate was uh, Mama from Mama's Family, but she didn't do it. <coughs> Alexis Mateo perf- uh, performs as Walter Mac- Mercado, but her alternate was Mariah Carey, but she couldn't find the wig. Blair performs as Ellen DeGeneres, and Juju, perf- oh, Juju performs as Eartha Kitt. It's not accurate, according to the T, but it's wild and funny. And Shea Coulee plays Flavor Flav, Flavor Flav, and wins. Her backup was Dominique Jackson, Electra slash Electra from Pose. Heading on over to Drag Race Canada, we actually know very little. I will say there's very sparse tea on Drag Race Canada, but here's what I can tell you. The expected maxi challenge is a Canada-inspired design challenge. The bottom two... Now, hear me out, because it's going to sound like a drink or a joke or a recipe ingredient, but the bottom two are the drag queen's lemon... And the drag queen named Juice. So Lemon and Juice. With Lemon, I never thought I'd be saying the sentence, Lemon sending home Juice. So the first eliminated queen from RuPaul's Drag Race is Juice. And there you have it. That's a tea. Like I told you <clears throat> during the show, uh, Drag Race Canada will be hosted by... Ben Anderson and Fraser York from You're Welcome America. Uh, but it'll be an Afterthought Media podcast. But new hosts under our banner. Uh, that will come out. We don't know what day it'll come out yet. I'm trying to figure that out because Drag Race Canada comes out so close to Drag Race. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But uh, but until then, this that's how it's going to be. Uh... Check us out. It'll be good. If you want to hear the rumor mill going forward, at least for the month of July, you're going to have to wait until um, August. 
See you then. See you next... Well, no. Y'all see you in Drag Race Recap. But Rumor Mill, Patreon out.